0: You're listening to a Happy Mind Guided Meditation. If you'd like to learn more, follow us on Instagram, or you can download the Serena Spaces app from the Apple App Store. All right, so before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that true reality is veiled. And that humans have realized from ancient times that the heavens provide a sort of atlas for us to navigate beyond the veil that separates us from true reality. And that these shining objects that can be seen in the sky each day and each night can actually be used to uncover the secrets of your essential inner nature. So you are going to ascend... The celestial spheres with me today. And in that process, I would just ask you to forget for a few moments the actual physical map of the solar system. It's not We're not denying the structure of the physical map, but rather the task is today to follow this metaphorical ladder of the planets that we can witness with our naked eyes and from the perspective of our bodies here on Earth. So this is This is our task in our meditation today. Let's get started. Your eyes are closed. And you're relaxing and listening to me. Just be still. And allow your whole body to relax. Relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, relax your pelvic floor. Just scan your body, and wherever there is holding, just release it. And breathe in and out. As you sit here quietly, listening to me, being ever so still... I want you to take a moment and see if you can sense your dominant feelings right now. What is the emotional mix that's most present in your consciousness? Or maybe you feel it somewhere in your body. Might be a, a pit in your stomach or a sadness held in the slackness around your eyes. What do you feel? Maybe you're just feeling Peaceful and relaxed and happy. I hope so. But just sit quietly and see if you noticed a generalized feeling somewhere in your mind or body. If you do notice that feeling, see if you can fix onto it and stay with it. Can you grab a hold of it? Can you stay focused on it? Prevent your mind from shifting? Try that. As I'm sitting here in Sydney, the moon is rising in the east right now. And if you're in California, it's probably directly above you. But I'm actually not sure about that because, like our feelings, the moon's position changes so frequently and apparently so randomly that it's difficult to keep constant track of where it is. We're spinning around on this planet Earth. Even as the Moon is circling around us. And both the Moon and the Earth are dancing and whirling our way around the Sun. All at the same time, all at different angles. So much movement. So much change. This is the lesson of moon energy, constant change. But the moon, for all its variety and movement and waxing and waning, it's it's an empty and lifeless place. So the moon energy also teaches us that our emotional selves, though shining bright and big in the atmosphere of our life, are not our master or guide to life. Your job is to allow your emotions to do what they do, like the moon does what it does, day after day, month after month. Your emotions are going to do what they're going to do. Your job is to let them wax and wane off in the background so you can move on. It's time to move past your moon energy. So as I speak I want you to allow your energetic body to rise and move up and away from the moon. Feel it lighten and shift. It's moving now. Rising higher and higher into space. And movement Well, that brings us to the fleet-footed Mercury. The messenger god and swift mover of classical antiquity. In the medieval tradition, the planet Mercury also was represented by Jesus, because Jesus was the messenger of God's good news. His word, his logos. Communication, speech, thought, reason. This is the energy of the second celestial sphere of Mercury. I'm going to give you a few moments to observe the energy of the sphere of Mercury. That is to say, to observe your thoughts or the activity of your idle mind. Just observe what arises in your mind. In the silence, mental formations will arise. Your job is to maintain an empty mind and simply bear witness to these mercurial brain patterns that are arising in your consciousness. A lesson we can learn from Mercury is that mental formations, thoughts, are just an energy form that you can master. If you don't take charge if you don't train your mind to let go of those thoughts. Your mental formations will master you instead. You're constantly moving and shifting thought patterns are going to feed off of the energy of your attention. And and completely absorb you. And if you don't master the ability to let go of those thoughts, the gifts of the next spheres are going to remain hidden. But you have me as your guide today, so mastery can wait and we can move on to the next heaven together. And here we are at Venus, the lovely prince. If you are up before dawn, in recent days and gaze towards the western horizon, you might have seen this brilliant, sparkling, beautiful diamond in the sky. The prince of heaven gleams brighter than any other celestial object except the king and the queen, our sun and our moon. Like Joseph of old's fabled beauty, Venus outshines. Everything else in the sky. It is peerless in brightness. I want you to visualize yourself lying in an empty field on a warm and moonless pre-dawn morning. The sun is gonna rise soon and brilliant Venus is in the sky near the horizon, sparkling and gleaming above you in the semi-darkness. Picture yourself in that place. Imagine that you are looking up at the shining prince of the heavens, the last and only twinkle you can see in the brightening but still dark blue sky. So bright, so beautiful, so uplifting. Venus represents peace and beauty. Can you sense its beauty and peace? It also represents connectedness. That connectedness can manifest as your love for other people or for ideas. But the energy of Venus can also be your bridge or raft to the other shore, a guide through the veil hiding your consciousness from the higher self within. Imagine this brilliant white planet sparkling with wonder in the sky above you. It is a herald of another dimension. Can you feel its subtle energy? Allow Venus's light to touch you to lift you up out of your body, to show you the way, Where is the yearning inspired by this sparkling prince of the sky taking you? Venus is showing you the way to the Sun, the source of its brilliant, reflected light. The Sun, our local star, is the king of the sky. And the Sun is our halfway point on this celestial journey the sultan of the sky, literally is our life giver. Like the creator god of mythic times, the sun is the author of your physical being. Without its glowing furnaces, there could be only darkness and a lifeless cold. In this way, our local star is like your ego, the I or the me that you sense within. The energy and gravity and brightness of your ego is the center of your conscious existence, just as the sun is the center and dominant force in our solar system. In the same way as the sun provides our planet life-giving light and warmth, your ego gives you the power to act and to choose, and these choices define who you are. Picture the life-giving light of the sun shouting da- down on you on a windless, cloudless day. Imagine your skin warming and your eyes squinting in the brightness. With no shade in sight, it's hard to escape its glare. We don't want it to go away, of course, but the sun isn't the only object in our solar system, nor is our ego the only part of ourselves. There's a time for darkness and a time to take in the light from the other stars. The lesson of the sun is that Your ego isn't all there is to you. So don't linger in the light too long. Don't be too distracted by your sense of me. Let us hasten along to the next stop, Mars. Most people think of the red planet as the god of war. But this is actually misleading. there is indeed a tremendous power and a freedom and an assertiveness with Martian energy. But I think a better symbol for the Martian sphere is Aaron. Aaron was Moses' older brother. And in the Jewish Bible, Aaron was a man of powerful faith, the ultimate servant to the higher self and the spiritual path. Aaron teaches us that you have a choice at this stage. You can tap the energy of Mars for spiritual advancement, or you can harness it for selfish ends. Martian energy is raw, unbridled power, and it's up to you how you use it. You're still in the field, looking at the night sky, And I want you to picture the red planet twinkling up above you. Sense its raw power, its fantastic energy. You can direct this power. Which path will you choose with it? Conflict? War? for harmony and peace. Good. Harmony and peace it is. In making that choice, you find yourself catapulted further and further into deep space. And you find yourself coming into the company of the gentle, jovial giant we call Jupiter. Jupiter, the most massive of the planets, could hold a thousand Earths and more within its magnanimous boundaries. Jupiter, astronomically speaking, was very nearly a sun, like our own sun, very nearly a royal star himself. He wasn't quite big enough. In the old days, they used to say that Jupiter was like Moses, exiled in Egypt and wandering far away in the desert. Jupiter is an exiled king never destined to take the throne. But like Moses himself, Jupiter represents the kind of profound faith that leads to liberation, to contentment, to enlightenment. Take a moment in the presence of this most generous and expansive of planets, and be still with your thoughts. If thoughts, or when thoughts do arise, notice that there is thinking taking place. See if you can find the you that is doing the thinking. Where is it? Be generous and expansive and extend your awareness to to encompass all the self that you can sense. Extend it out. Extend your awareness, your sense of self out and out. And further still. Where is the edge? Is there one? How big is the spaciousness of your awareness. This is Jupiter consciousness. Mental formations arise again, just notice them and let them go and return to the Jupiter consciousness of expansiveness and openness and spaciousness. Good. You need this expansive spirit of Jupiter to be light enough to make it all the way out to our final stop at distant Saturn. Saturn represents death, the Grim Reaper, they call it. But don't be afraid, because Saturn also represents rebirth. We are at the very edge of the celestial spheres now. Saturn is far, far away and appears slow and indistinct from the vantage of our earthly selves. It appears but a subdued twinkle, even on a clear night. The unity and pure harmony of the heavens lies in the infinite silence beyond are you ready to step off it's up to you from here I'm going to count to three and then you can open your eyes and complete the meditation one two three